Lord God. Lord, as only you can, we're asking you to come by here this morning, Jesus. Uh, we need you, Lord. We need you today, God. Uh, come by this way today, Lord God. Pass us not, uh, O gentle Savior. Hear our humble cry while on others thou art calling, God. Do not pass us by this morning. We're asking you, Jesus, to minister, Lord, to the people's hearts today. We're asking you to touch, Lord, in every place, in every situation. We bind this pandemic of the coronavirus. We bind it in the name of the Lord Jesus. We're asking you, God, that you would heal them that's been diagnosed with cancer. We're asking you to heal those that has kidney disease and blood pressure conditions, Oh, God, we're asking you to continue, Lord, to bind Alzheimer's. Uh, we're asking you to bind dementia today, God. Uh, bring understanding to these diseases, God. Uh, those that has to have knee replacement surgery and back surgery, oh, God. And those have troubled minds today. Those that are filled with anxiety and stress. Uh, we're asking you to comfort, Lord. We're asking you to heal. We're asking you, God. As only you can lift up, Jesus, only you can make a way where there seems uh, to be no way. We look to you, Father. I put my trust in you. I lean not to my own understanding, but I acknowledge you, God, to heal my wife today, to touch my darling wife today. Oh, God, I pray that you would continue to touch your children today. Oh, God, I thank you today, this hour, this moment, this minute. Uh, we give you thanks, God, to change the situations uh, of the land today, God. Uh, we want your perfect will to be done in every place, Jesus. Uh, oh, I thank you, Lord. Uh, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Oh, God, I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. Some glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away. To a home on God's celestial shores, I'll fly away. I'm singing, I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. Well, when the shadows of this life has grown, I'll fly away. 
like a bird from prison bars has flown. I'll fly away. I'm singing, I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. Well, just a few more weary days and then I'll fly away to a land where joy shall never end. I'll fly away. I'm singing, I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. I'm singing, I'll Fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. I'm singing, I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. One more time. I'm singing, I'll fly away, oh glory. I'm going to spread my wings and I'm going to fly away. When I die, hallelujah, by and by. I'll fly away. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Some glad morning when this life is over, I'm going to fly away to a home where joy shall never end. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for that day. Oh, God, I look for that day, Jesus. Uh, I look for that time, oh, God, uh, when you will take me, oh, Lord Jesus, to reign with you forever and evermore. Hallelujah, God, you're worthy, oh, God. Uh, Hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, Praise God. I praise you, Jesus. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Is all in him, is all in him, the fullness of the Godhead is all in him, is all in him, is all in him, the mighty God is Jesus and is all in him, the mighty God is Jesus, the Prince of Peace is he. The everlasting Father, the King eternally, the wonderful and wisdom by whom all things were made, the fullness of the Godhead in Jesus is displayed. It's all in Him. It's all in Him. The fullness of the Godhead is all in Him. 
It's all in Him. It's all in Him. The mighty God is Jesus and it's all in Him. Emmanuel, God is with us. Jehovah, Lord of hosts, the omnipresent spirit who fills the universe, the advocate, the high priest, the lamp for sinners slain, the author of redemption, oh glory to his name. I tell you, it's all in him. It's all in him. The fullness of the Godhead is all in him. It's all in him. It's all in him. The mighty God is Jesus and it's all in him. The Alpha and Omega beginning and the end. The living word incarnate, the helpless sinner friend. Our wisdom and perfection, our righteousness and power. Yea, all you need is Jesus. You find this very hour. I tell you, it's all in Him. It's all in Him. The fullness of the Godhead is all in Him. It's all in Him. It's all in Him. The mighty God in Jesus and is all in Him. Our God for whom we waited will be a glad refrain of Israel recreated when Jesus comes again. Lo, He will come and save us, our King and priest to be. For in Him dwell our fullness and Lord of all is He. It's all in Him. It's all in Him. The fullness of the Godhead is all in Him. It's all in Him. It's all in Him. The mighty God is Jesus and it's all in Him. I tell you, it's all in Him. It's all in Him. The fullness of the Godhead is all in Him. It's all in Him. It's all in Him. The mighty God is Jesus and it's all in Him. It's all in Him. It's all in Him. The fullness of the Godhead is all in Him. It's all in Him. It's all in Him. The mighty God is Jesus and it's all in Him. Hallelujah. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you for the truth of your word today, God. I thank you, Jesus. That is all in you, God. The mighty God is Jesus. The Prince of Peace is He, the Everlasting Father, the King Eternally, the Wonderful in Wisdom, by whom all things were made, the fullness of the Godhead, and Jesus is displayed. Hallelujah. What a thought that that full salvation bought. Have victory in Jesus. 
my Savior forever. He soaked me. He bought me with His redeeming blood. I love Him ere I knew Him, and all my life is due Him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Hallelujah. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for baptism in Jesus' name. Thank God for the infilling of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. Thank you for the power. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Oh, God, I'm leaning on your everlasting arms today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, I praise you. Oh, I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, I praise you, Lord. God, I thank you, Lord God, again today. Lead us. Lead us, God. Lead us, God. Lead us. Lead us. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, I'm leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. I'm leaning, I'm leaning, I'm leaning on the everlasting arm. Well, what a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what all peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arm. I'm leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. I'm leaning, I'm leaning, I'm leaning on the everlasting arm. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day, leaning on the everlasting arm. Well, I'm leaning, I'm leaning, safe. And secure from all alarms. I'm leaning, I'm leaning, I'm leaning on the everlasting arm. What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arm. I have blessed peace with my Lord so dear, leaning on the everlasting arm. I'm leaning, I'm leaning, safe and secure from all alarm, leaning, 
leaning. I'm leaning on the everlasting God. You know I'm leaning, leaning, safe. And secure from all alarms. I'm leaning, I'm leaning, I'm leaning on the everlasting. Oh yes, I'm leaning, I'm leaning, safe and secure from all alarm. Leaning. I'm leaning, leaning on the everlasting arm. What a fellowship, what a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine. Leaning on the everlasting arm. I'm leaning, I'm leaning, safe and secure from all alarm. Leaning, leaning, Leaning on the everlasting arms. Uh, hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, God, I lean on you when I don't know what to do. God, I lean to you, Jesus. Uh, oh, I continue to look to you, Jesus. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, again today, God. Uh, I praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Uh, for your grace, for your mercy. Thank you for your long-suffering towards us, God. Have your way today, Jesus. Cover our hearts and our minds and our thoughts with your spirit, with your power, with your anointing, O oh God. Bring clear understanding, O oh God, again this morning to our lives, O oh God, that we will know you in your way, O oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Lord, I thank you today. I thank you today. I thank you for this hour, Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Jesus, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. His name is wonderful. His name is wonderful. His name is wonderful. Jesus, my Lord. He is the mighty King, Master of everything. His name is wonderful, Jesus my Lord. He's the great shepherd, the rock of all ages. Almighty God, 
is he bowed down before him love and adore him his name is wonderful jesus my lord his name is wonderful his name is wonderful his name is wonderful jesus my lord he is the mighty king master of everything his name is wonderful jesus my lord he's the great shepherd the rock of all ages almighty god is he bow down before him love and adore him his name is wonderful jesus my lord his name is wonderful his name is wonderful his name is wonderful jesus my lord he is the mighty king master of everything his name is wonderful jesus my lord he's the great shepherd the rock of all ages almighty god is he bow down before him love and adore him his name is wonderful jesus my lord jesus i thank you you're my lord today god i'm thankful you're my god today i'm thankful lord that you are the great shepherd you're the rock of all ages you're the almighty god and there is none like you we're asking you to come by today lord and touch us again and again lord god thank you jesus i pray lord you are the great shepherd Oh, God, I look to you. I look to you. For you are God and you are God alone. Be thou exalted, O God, in the heavens. Uh, Let your glory be over all this earth, O God. Uh, Let us see clearly the things uh, you would have us to know, God. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Oh, I praise you, Jesus. Uh, Blessed be your name, God. Blessed, blessed be your glorious name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God.
He is worthy. He is so worthy, so worthy. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. You may be seated this morning. What a beautiful presence of the Lord is in the house. Amen. Just want to remind you that today is our Sheaves for Christ offering. It's due today. Amen. Or you can mail it in if you don't have it with you. Amen. Thank you so much for giving the Sheaves for Christ. Amen. Supporting our missions, fields, and all other places that these offerings go to help to build up the kingdom of God. Amen. Thank you so much for your faithfulness to give into the kingdom to help expand the gospel around the world. Amen. Who knows who's saved because of your giving to Sheaves for Christ. Amen. I might be saved because you gave. Amen. Because I was saved in a missions church. So apparently somebody gave to missions because there was a missionary there. Amen. And I went to the church and got baptized in Jesus' name, filled the Holy Ghost, and got my calling all at the same time. Amen. So I I thank God for giving to Sheaves for Christ. You can't beat that. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So many people's lives has been changed. Amen. Because of Sheaves for Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's continue to do that and give to that. Amen. It's good to have everybody in the house of the Lord again. Continue to lift one another up. Yesterday we had our district conference. Amen. And our superintendent was returned. Thank God for that. Brother Booker was reelected for another two years to be our district superintendent. Amen. Sister Hildebrand was reelected for another two years to be our ladies leader. Amen. Uh, Brother Dave Meyer Jr. was selected again to be our uh, youth leader. Amen. For the district. Brother Afonte Osude was selected to be to district secretary for the youth. Amen. Brother Joe Hanthorn was selected to be the new NAM director uh, for that. Brother, um, I can't think of the Hispanic brothers, uh, Martinez, yeah, was uh, selected to be the new uh, Spanish ministry director. Amen. So we was excited about that. Amen. Such it was a good time to be together. I mean, most of us we hadn't been able to see one another for almost a whole year <laughs> through the COVID. But it was good to get together and to be able to have our district conference. And then we ordained two people yesterday: Brother uh, Dave Mar Jr. and Brother um, What's your Dunford. Thank you, Sister Demove. Was ordained yesterday. Also, Amen. Highest calling. To the ministry. Amen. So we're excited about what God is doing in Wisconsin. Amen. And around the globe. Amen. So this year, General Conference will be online. This is the first time in 75 years that General Conference will not be held in a, a building like we, arena like we usually have it. Even though they will have some people at the sanctuary church there in St. Louis that uh, register to go, but uh, this year it'll be online, so you'll be able to watch General Conference online this year. 
Amen. So plus, also, we've already, our Revival Commissioner, Brother Andrews, gave us some dates, and I'll be posting these pretty soon for our midwinter camps. We will look, hopefully have our midwinter camps in January uh, in Eau Claire, like we've always had in the Green Bay and also in Oak Creek. So we're looking forward to that. We've got some dynamic speakers lined up. Amen. Brother Scott Graham, Brother Joel Urshan. Brother Jerry Jones, amen, and our district superintendent, amen. Brother Booker, amen, will be the speakers this year, amen. So we're excited, excited about what God is doing uh, in this covert, amen. People are still being baptized in Jesus' name. People are still being filled with the Holy Ghost, amen. So praise God, amen. That's what it's all about. The pandemic can't stop the move of God in the Word of God, amen. So we're excited about what God is doing. So continue. Sister Parker is coming around. So thank you so much for praying for her. The food you guys has brought and the help you've given. Thank you so much. Amen for that. We truly appreciate it. Amen. So keep lifting her up and continue to lift one another up in prayer. We love you much. This morning, amen, to Second Kings, I mean Samuel. Second Samuel this morning, two passages of Scripture Start with chapter 18. We'll read verse 5 through 17 and then verse 23. Pretty long reading and then we'll drop down to 2 Samuel uh, chapter 19 uh, verse 1 through verse 10. Amen. 2 Samuel chapter 18. Old Testament passage. Verse 5 through 17. Then verse 33, and then we'll drop down to chapter 19, 1 through 10. (laughs) Second Samuel chapter 18, start with verse 5. And the king commanded Joab and Abishai and Atai, saying, Deal gently for my sake with the young man, even with Absalom. And all the people heard when the king gave all the captains charge concerning Absalom. So the people went out into the field against Israel, and the battle was in the wood of Ephraim, where the people of Israel were slain before the servants of David. And there was there a great slaughter that day of 20,000 men. But the battle was there scattered over the face of all the country, and the wood devoured more people that day than the sword devoured. And Absalom met the servants of David, and Absalom rolled upon a mule, and the mule went under the thick balls of a great oak, and his head caught hold of the oak, and he was taken up between the heaven and the earth, and the mule that was under him went away. And a certain man saw it and told Joab and said, Behold, I saw Absalom hang in an oak. And Joab said unto the man that told him, And behold, thou sawest him, and why didst thou not smite him there to the ground? And I would have given thee ten shackles of civil in a girdle. And the man said unto Joab, Though I should receive a thousand shackles of silver in mine hand, 
yet would I not put forth my hand against the king's son. For in our hearing the king charged thee and Abishai and Etii, saying, Beware that none touch the young man Absalom. Otherwise I should have wrought the falsehood against mine own life, for there is no matter hid from the king, and thou thyself wouldest have set thyself against me. Then said Joab, I may not tarry with thee. And he took three darts in his hand and thrust them through the heart of Absalom while he was yet alive in the midst of the oak. And the ten young men that bore Joab's armor compassed about and smote Absalom and slew him. And Joab blew the trumpet, and the people returned from pursuing after Israel, for Joab held back the people. And they took Absalom and cast him into a great pit in the woods, and laid a very great heap of stone upon him. And all Israel fled, every one to his tent. Verse 33. And the king was much moved and went up to the chamber over the gate and wept. And as he wept, thus he said, O my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, would God I had died for thee. O Absalom, my son, my son. Chapter 19. And it was told Joab, Behold, the king weepeth and mourneth for Absalom. And the victory that day was turned into mourning unto all the people. For the people heard say that day how the king was grieved for his son. And the people got them by stealth that day into the city as people being ashamed still away when they flee in battle. But the king covered his face and the King cried with a loud voice, O my son Absalom, O Absalom, my son, my son. And Joab came unto the house of the king and said, Thou hast shamed this day the face of all thy servants, which this day have saved thy life and the lives of thy sons and of thy daughters and the lives of thy wives and the lives of thy concubines, and that thou lovest thine enemy. And hatest thy friends. For thou hast declared this day that thou regardest neither princes nor servants. For this day I perceive that if Absalom had lived and all we had died this day, then it had pleased thee well. Now therefore arise, go forth, and speak comfortably unto thy servants. For I swear by the Lord, if thou go not forth, there will not tarry one with thee this night. And that will be worse unto thee than all the evil that befell thee from thy youth until now. Then the king arose and sat in the gate. And they told unto all the people, saying, Behold, the king doth sit in the gate. And all the people came before the king, for Israel fled every man to his tent. And all the people were at strife throughout. All the tribes of Israel, saying, The king saved us out of the hand of our enemies, and he delivered us out of the hands of the Philistines, and now he is fled out of the hands for Absalom. For Absalom, whom he anointed over us, is dead in the battle. Now therefore, why speak ye not a word to bring the king back? 
again. Amen. And I want to speak to you from this thought today when the cause is greater than the casualty. When the cause is greater than the casualty. Pray with me this morning. Father, we thank you again today. God, have mercy upon us. We seek your wisdom. We seek your knowledge. We seek your directions, O oh God, again today, Lord. We exalt you, Lord, again today for your grace and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. And you may be seated this morning. When the cause is greater than the casualty. When we look at Second Samuel, we began to focus on Absalom, and to maybe you've already read the story, you understand how Absalom here. Absalom was one of David's six sons that was born to him in the town of Hebron. And so even today you hear of Hebron on the news sometimes. But Absalom was born in Hebron. He was the third son of David that was born there. And the scriptures let us know that Absalom was a pretty good-looking guy. Amen. He he had long hair and his hair was, he would pull it every year. In other words, he'd cut it off and he'd weigh it. And it was pretty, you know, a lot of hair that he allowed to grow on his head. Amen. But we see some of the things with Absalom. Absalom first is, is shown up when Tamar is raped by her brother uh, Amnon. And when Amnon rapes Tamar because he loves her so much, uh, and Absalom get upset. And for two years he does nothing uh, about the situation. But after two years he began to have a party and he calls everyone to, to come to his party. But David does not go to the party, but he allows his sons to go to the party. And Absalom has given his servants commands that when he gives the command that they are to rise up and to kill Ammonon. And so that's what transpires. And then Absalom flees. Uh, he flees to Tomal, and he's, he's there for three years. And the Bible tells us that David just longs to see Absalom for some reason. And I, the scriptures don't point out, uh, it seems like David loves Absalom kind of like Jacob loves Joseph. Uh, he seems to have a like for Absalom more than he does for his other sons. Maybe that's just my perception, but Absalom is in Tamala for three years and David longs to see him. And so Joab begins to concoct a plan to, to bring Absalom back uh, and they bring Absalom Absalom back, but Absalom is not allowed to see the king. And Absalom wants to see King David. Uh, David wants to see Absalom, but they are not able to see one another for some reason, give or take. I don't know, but Absalom finally concocts the plans and he set Joab's Bartley fields on fire because he sends for Joab to say, I want to go see my dad. And he, he would never come. Uh, and so by setting Joab feel on fire. Then Joab shows up. And Absalom says, I sent for you. You didn't come. So Absalom is given a chance to go and see Joab. I meant David. And through the process of time, Absalom begins to concoct to take the kingdom from his dad and 
Absalom begins to win the people's hearts. And, and the Bible tells me in Second Samuel chapter 15, verse 1 through 7, and it came to pass after this that Absalom prepared his chariots and horses and 50 men to run before him. And Absalom rose early and stood beside the ways of the gate. And it was so that when any man that had a controversy came to the king for judgment. Then Absalom called them to him and said, Of what city art thou? And they said, Thy servant are oh, from one of the tribes of Israel. And Absalom said unto him, See, thy matter are good and right, but there's no man deputy to, of the king to hear thee. Absalom says, Moreover, oh, that I was made judge in the land, and that every man which hath the suit or cause might come to me, and I would have just uh, would which would have would do him justice. And it was so that when the, any man came nigh unto him to do him obedience, he put forth his hand and took him and kissed him. And on this matter did Absalom to all of Israel that came to the king of judgment. So Absalom sold the hearts of the men of Israel. And it came to pass after 40 years uh, that Absalom said unto king, I pray thee, let me go and pay my vows, which I have vowed unto the Lord in Hebron. So we see here it is 40 years later Absalom began to steal the hearts of the people amen and he began to concoct the plan to take the kingdom amen and David gets word that Absalom is going to try to take the, the kingdom away from him and Absalom has got the people's hearts turned to him and so as a result of this David now must flee from the king amen and go to try to avoid losing his life and losing the people's life uh, because of Absalom's uh, desire to destroy him and to ki- take the kingdom from him. Uh, but David, as I said earlier, for some reason, uh, he loves Absalom uh, and he gives command to Joab, his general, and to the other leaders uh, that they're not to hurt Absalom, but for some reason Joab uh, disobeys the command uh, of David, uh, and as a result, uh, they're in the woods and they're fighting uh, in the woods. And the Bible says uh, that the woods are so thick that more people are being killed and hurt by the trees in the woods uh, than they are by the people's swords. Uh, and Absalom, for some reason, uh, he's on his mule and his hair gets caught, or he gets caught in an open tree uh, and as a result for some reason he can't get down and as a result of that uh, Joab wind up killing Absalom in the woods and so they send to tell David uh, that Absalom is dead and David begins to weep uh, and David begins to cry oh Absalom oh Absalom my beloved son Absalom I wish I'd have died uh, instead of you uh, and he's weeping uh, and what should have been a victory that day the Bible says it turned into a day of sadness uh, and a day of mourning uh, amen and when it uh, told Joab uh, what had transpired that David was weeping uh, 
and David was crying and all the people had gone away, amen, and to their tents uh, as sadness. Uh, Joab goes into David uh, and he says to him, I perceive uh, that if we'd all died uh, and Absalom would have lived, uh, you'd have been more pleased. Uh, but I come to tell you, David, uh, the cause is greater than the casualty. You've got to get uh, on the throne. People has got to see that you're still the king of Israel and that you're sitting on the throne. If not, nobody is going to follow you from this day forward. We've got to realize that the cause to serve God is always greater than the casualty. We've got to realize that to go preach the gospel is worth more important and is greater than if we lose our lives. Jesus says, go ye and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. I've come to tell you today that the cause is greater than the casualty. Maybe you've got backslidden children, and you've been weeping over those children. But at the same time, you've got children that are in the kingdom. You've got children that are in the church. Let me encourage you. Rejoice with them that are in the church more than those that are outside of the church. Because the cause is always greater than the casualty. Esther was brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. And Mordecai says to her, who knows whether you've been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. He says, if you delay Esther, don't think you're going to be protected inside of the kingdom. But there will arise one that will kill you. But you need to realize, and Esther says, tell Mordecai to fast and pray, and I will go to the king. She says, if I perish, I will perish. Why? Because the cause is always greater than the casualty. She realized, if I don't give my life, if I don't sacrifice my life, there's going to be more people that's going to die. And as a result, she says, if I perish, I'll perish. Because the cause is always greater than the casualty. Ruth could have stayed right where she was. Naomi tried to get her to go back. But Ruth realized that the cause to fulfill her marriage vows was greater than the loss. She had lost her husband. She had lost her father-in-law. She had lost her brother-in-law. But she realized that the cause was greater than the casualty. And she says, entreat me not to leave you. Where you go, I will go. Your church, no God will be my God. Your people will be my people. Where you live, there will I live. Where you die, 
there will I die because the cause is always greater than the casualty. When David came to the battlefield and Goliath was tormented the armies of God, David says, is there not a cause? You're standing back. You're not fighting him. You're letting him defile the armies of God. He says, is there not a cause? Is there not a cause to stop them from the fine? Even though you might lose my life, David says, the cause is always greater. Praise God. Shimea stood in the middle of his bean field when the Philistines was trying to take everything. The people fled. But Shimea stood in the middle of his bean field and he defended it against the enemy. He did not consider his life because he knew that the cause was greater than the casualty. He knew that if someone saw him defending what was his, maybe they too would rise up and defend what theirs was theirs. Because the casualty, amen, doesn't matter. But the cause is so much greater. The Bible says in Luke chapter, I mean, Acts chapter 7, amen, and they devoured, they took Stephen, Acts 8, excuse me, after they have, Paul had destroyed Stephen's life, the Bible says in Acts 9, and devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentations over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entered into every house, healing men and women, committing them to prison. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere, preaching the word of God. Stephen was killed. He was one of them. It would have been easy to stay in a late-minute mode. It would have been easy to keep mourning for Stephen. But they realized that the cause was greater than the casualty. And as a result, they went everywhere preaching the gospel with signs following. And Philip went down to Samaria and he preached Christ unto them. And unclean spirits came out of them. And great signs and wonders were done by Philip in Samaria. And the people gave heed to Philip's preaching the things concerning Christ. And they was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when Jerusalem had heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to pray for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost, for he had not yet fallen on any of them. And when Peter and John came and prayed for them, they received the Holy Ghost. And when Simon saw that the giving of the Holy Ghost by laying on of hands. He tried to buy it. Peter says, your money perish with you. What would have been Mark's time to torment and to cry and to weep over one of your fellow saints? But 
Philip chose to go and preach because they realized that the cause to share this gospel was still greater than the casualty. I've come to tell you that Lord picked up Philip and said, go by the way of the, of the desert, for there, there's one coming by, and there he was a man of Ethiopia, of the queen of Ethiopia, her treasure, and Philip heard him reading the word of God, and he ran up to the chariot and asked him, understandeth thou what thou readest? He says, how shall I, except some man should direct me? And Philip took him from the same spot and began to preach unto him Christ. And when they came to a spot, there was water. And the eunuch says, here's water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip says, thou canest if thou believest. He says, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And they stopped the chariot. They went down in the water and they baptized them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know Philip was probably thinking about Stephen, but he realized that the cause was greater than the casualty. Amen. They had a commission from God. They could not stop the commission. They had to still fulfill the commission, even though they lost many of them. Praise God. Herod had beheaded James. He had killed James. But they realized that the cause was still greater than the casualty. If they would have stopped every time somebody got killed back in those days, you and I would probably never heard the gospel. But they realized that the cause was greater than the casualty. I've had Brother James Kilgore tell me stories. I've heard Brother J2 Pugh tell me stories, amen, of them being hit with tomatoes and rotten tomatoes, rotten eggs, uh, and stuff of preaching the truth uh, of the gospel, amen. They would kill people back in the days uh, for coming into town, uh, amen. But they realized the cause was greater than the casualty, amen. We got to see this thing. They killed Jesus on an old rugged cross. Amen. And many of them fled. They ran away. They was heartbroken. They had their hope shadows. Their lives were turned upside down. The one who had came to do nothing but good. The one who had came to set them free. Amen. All of a sudden, they realize that this, his death, did not stop them from doing what God had asked of them to do. They realized that the cause to preach the gospel was so much greater than the casualty because God came to them and he commissioned them to go and to preach the gospel to every creature. It's always greater. Amen. In the casualty, you can stand back, you can weep, you can mourn, but you've got to get into the field. You've got to go share the gospel with 
everyone that you come in contact with. It is not a time for you to quit and to fall back. Amen. Because someone loses their lives, just because someone dies from coronavirus, it's not a reason for you to mourn and cry and weep because the casualty is not greater than the cause. Amen. We must still preach the truth of God's word. We must still go into the highways and the byways. We must still be lights in darkness. We must still, amen, share the truth of God's word to a lost and a dying world because they need to hear, amen, thus saith the Lord. We've got to go and tell them we can't stop, we can't give up, we can't turn back. Amen. If you're a preacher out there under the sound of my voice, you've got to get back in your pulpit. You've got to get the church doors open. People are dying without God. People are going to hell without God because people are afraid of dying. Amen. The cause is always greater than the casualty. That's what David was told by Joab. You're the king. Yes, he's your son, but he was your enemy. And you have to realize that the cost is always greater than the casualty. Two weeks after I was in Vietnam, within a span of 15 minutes, I watched my lieutenant my radio telephone operator and our medic get taken out by a roadside booby trap. By the time dust off got there, which is the medevac helicopter, and they picked them up and got them in, and as soon as the helicopter lifted off the ground, the pilot called back down, and he says, your medic just died. We was all wrapped to shreds, tears running down my face. And the only thing you could do is ask why. Why? From another helicopter above came another message. Get moving. Get moving. Move. Why? Because the cause was greater than the casualty. Because if we'd have sat there, all we'd have been, no use. But we had a mission. And the cause for the mission is always greater than the casualty. Amen. And that's what the Lord came in and he upbraided his disciples because they were sitting in the room. They was weeping. They was mourning the lost. Amen. But when Jesus came, he embraided them. And he says, you need to get out there. You need to go and preach the gospel to every creature because the cause for others to hear the truth is greater than a lost of a life. Amen. We got to keep doing what God is asking of us to do. 
Paul would say, I have fought a good fight. I have kept the course, finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, they laid up of me a crown of righteousness, whom the righteous judge shall give to me, and not only to me, but all those who longs for as the period. Paul was troubled. Paul had been beaten. Paul had been stoned. Paul had been left for dead. But he had trained them that go forth and still preach the gospel. There was numerous times. Paul says, you will not see my face anymore. But he told them, you keep preaching. You keep teaching. I come to tell you today, I might drop dead today, but because it's still greater than my casualty, if I die, you still got to keep preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Even though if I lose my life, you keep preaching, you keep teaching, nothing, Paul says, shall remove me. You've got to keep going forth. You've got to keep baptizing people in Jesus' name. You've got to keep telling them they need to have the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. You've got to keep telling them they need to live a holy and godly life because the cause is always greater than the casualty. I come to tell you today, you've got to stay on the throne. You've got to stay in your rightful place. You can't walk around with your head down because a loved one loses. You've got to still go forth and be excited about this new gospel and this new thing that Jesus has brought to you and I. This new life must be shared with everyone that we come in contact with. They stoned Paul. They left him for dead, but he still got up. I come to tell you today, the cause is greater than the casualty. Praise God. David wept. David tore laymen it. Oh, Absalom. Absalom. My son Absalom. But Joab says, David, you've got to get back on the throne. If not, nobody is going to follow you. But notice what transpires. David, the king, sent to Zadok and to Benatar the priest, saying, Speak unto the elders of Judah, saying, Why? Are ye the last to bring the king back to his house? Seeing the speech of all Israel has come to the king, even to his house. When David got back on the throne, he says, Why have you not sent to bring me back? Amen. To take over my rightful place. Amen. Maybe you've been lamenting, but I come to tell you today, you've got to send for the Lord. You've got to get him back into his rightful place in your life this morning because the cause is always greater than the casualty. Amen. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Esther says, if I perish, I just perish because the cause is greater 
Amen. Maybe you're here this morning. Amen. And you've been tormented about a lot of things. Or maybe you're under the sound of my voice. Amen. I come to tell you, cause is greater. Amen. It's so much greater to serve God. It's so much greater to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and be filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues than know that you're prepared to meet the Lord. That is always so much greater. This this gospel to share, amen, to be, amen, to continue to serve God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, amen, is so much greater than a loss of a life, amen, because there's others that needs to hear the truth of the gospel. There are others, amen, that are dying without an understanding, are dying without a, without having Having that opportunity, but if we withdraw and we pull back, they're not going to hear. But if we get into the mindset that nothing shall be able to separate me from the love of God, amen, nothing shall stop me from boasting about Jesus Christ in these last days. Nothing shall stop us, amen, from sharing this truth, amen. God knows all things. He knows what we go through. He knows what we face. Uh, Amen. He died that we might live. uh, And that's one of the reasons. Who knows uh, whether somebody dies so somebody else would live. Uh, That's why Solomon said it's better to go to a funeral than to go to a party. uh, Because it opens your eyes. uh, It opens your understanding. uh, And we got to realize uh, the cause is so much greater than the casualty. Uh, If I lose my life, uh, if I can save one more, as Jude says, on some, have compassion, make a difference, pulling them out of the fire, hating eating their garments spotted by the flesh. The cause is always greater than the casualty this morning. We've got to realize, amen, that God wants us to realize that this gospel must be preached unto the whole world, and you've been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. Amen. To share, amen, the truth of God's word with the lost and dying world. Not to stand back. Not to pull back. They went everywhere preaching the word of God with signs following. They did not. The early church did not pull back. Amen. They lay in it for a while, but they realized the cause was so much greater. Amen. From what God had told them to do. And as a result, here we are today. The church is still moving on. Praise God. As the songwriter said, I heard an old story. How a Savior came from glory. How he gave his life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. I heard about his groaning, of his healing blood atoning. And some sweet day, I'll sing up there the song of victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me. Here I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory between 
between the cleansing flood. Hallelujah. What a wonderful God. Because the cause is always greater than the casualty. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard an old story how a Savior came from glory. How he gave his life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. I heard about his groaning of his precious blood atoning. Then I repented of my sins and won the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about his healing, of his cleansing power revealing how he made the lame to walk again and caused the blind to see. And then I cried, dear Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit. And somehow Jesus came and bought to me the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about a mansion he has built for me in glory, and I heard about the streets of gold beyond the crystal sea. About the angels singing and the old redemption story. And some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He's loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me, and he bought me with his redeeming blood. 
He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing blood. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, I thank you for the blood this morning. I thank you for that cleansing power, oh God. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy, oh God. I thank you for your love towards us, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're the apostolic church. Amen. We've got to be just like the early church. Amen. We've got to still go. Amen. No matter how many drops are lose their lives or die. Amen. The cause is almost always greater. The cause to go and share the truth is always greater. Amen. you got to stay on the throne. You got to stay in your rightful place. Amen. Your light has got to keep shining. Praise God. You got to keep sharing the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Amen. That's why I say the cause to be baptized in Jesus' name, filled the Holy Ghost, is so much greater than this world, man. I'm telling you, it's so much greater, amen, to be in the church than it is to be in the world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus, I love you. Thank you again today, God. Thank you for your blessings upon your people and your grace and our love towards us. God, I pray that you keep your hand upon your people, that you would continue to guide them and direct them, God that you would continue to lead them in all truth, O oh God. Direct them, Lord, I pray. Let your perfect will be done. We love you. We thank you. And we praise you, Jesus. Thank you for the victory, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Don't forget Bible study Wednesday night. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for joining with us today. Amen. Stay encouraged. Stay strong. Keep holding on to that God's unchanging hand. God bless you. You're dismissing Jesus' name.